0: My guest today is a 16-year-old high school student from Michigan who is also a budding recording artist out of Nashville, Tennessee. She's been writing and singing for as long as she can remember. A winner of the Delton Idol competition in 2019 and working under the tutelage of Carter Froge, she is honing her songwriting craft and building a fan base encompassing the artist that she wants to become. Please join me in welcoming the sweet and super talented Ada Leanne. Welcome to Mixing It, Ada Leanne. Thank you so, so very much for joining me today.
1: How are you doing? I'm doing great. Thank you for having me.
0: It is my pleasure.
1: I'm really excited to
0: share you with everyone. Can you give us a little bit of history of how you got started in music?
1: Yeah, Sure. So I kind of started when I would would put myself out and saying I started wanting to do music around sixth grade. I mean, I've always loved to sing, but sixth grade was really when I started trying to become more invested in it. And I I used to be like super shy, super nervous when I would sing in front of people. And so I I didn't want to sing in front of my parents, my friends, family, anything really. Um, And my dad was always kind of like, you have a good voice, because he'd hear me singing in the shower or something. And he was just like, my dad's always been like big supporter of mine, my mom too. But they were like, let's get you doing some stuff at school, like just to start. And so I kind of just started doing plays and musicals at my school, um, you know, joined the choir at my church. Um, and that's when I started enjoying singing and kind of getting that push to continue to do it in front of my peers, because I feel like that's one of the hardest audiences you have to face as an artist is kind of like people in your own age group, especially being 16.
0: Oh, I would so definitely agree with that.
1: It takes me back to when I
0: was in high school many, many years ago, but that it's still the same today. Your peers are always right. your, your biggest critics. And if you have their support and you feel comfortable performing in front of them, that's just makes all the difference. How yes. would you describe your music? Is there something unique or uncommon about it that
1: potentially sets you apart from others in your genre? You know, I've I've never really been able to navigate a specific genre for myself. I kind of went back and forth when I first started doing music. I was really into the whole country scheme of things. And, you know, as I developed and was trying to find myself as an artist, I kind of realized that that wasn't really where I wanted to be. It wasn't the type of music I listened to, and it wasn't really the type of stuff I wanted to put out. And so eventually I was just like, this is not for me, and we kind of moved on. And my songwriting has become, for me, more indie pop um, vibes, but... I also just – my songwriting, I've grown – I love doing relationship-based songs, and that's really, like, my top thing. And, you know, I get a lot of people who are like, oh, I love the sad music. I love the, you know, like, the love songs, the relationship stuff, and that's what I – really love doing and then you get some people who are like oh why are you so sad <laughs> but you know that it is what it is but yeah I just, it definitely I is it. I think it's sad but also it's kind of like I want to do what I want to do and I will find people who love it and that's always kind of been my thing is like I want to make the type of music I want to make I don't want to form the type of music I make around other people's opinions of me but rather, I want to make my music and let other people who enjoy it find me. That's a wonderful philosophy to have. I love that.
0: Love that. And it's it's actually refreshing to hear from a young artist uh, to say that. Because nowadays, I feel, and if you've listened to my show, you hear me talk a lot about cookie cutter. I feel that so much mm-hmm. is so cookie cutter today in music. That is almost very boring. Right. And there appears to be, Mm -hmm. in many cases, of what I'm hearing on the radio, no originality whatsoever. It's just all very much, you know, different lyrics around the same beat. And, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, so it's great. It's great to hear that you want to stick to be true to yourself. I like that. Like that. Yeah. So you released your debut EP. In November 2020, way cool. Yeah. Uh, why did you title it Young Love?
1: You know, I, I released a single. The first single that I released off the EP was Young Love. And, um, you know, I was just kind of going through and I was trying to find another another name for this EP. And I was just like looking at all these songs and I was like, why don't we just name it Young Love? Like the whole thing. I mean, I'm, I'm you know, at the time I was 15 years old. And, you know, all of the songs, as I said, are sort of relationship-based songs. And so I was just like, these are all young love songs. Like, I'm still little. Like, I'm still a kid. And I just did this whole EP. Is sort of, like, very nostalgic. It could be nostalgic for, like, older people and even for young people just to sort of sit in it. It's, It's young love. So that's why I wanted to name it that.
0: Awesome. And what artists were you inspired by? On the EP, did was there any particular artist that influenced some of the writing?
1: Um, I would definitely say, for writing style stylistically, I would say definitely for this for the Young Love EP, the top inspiration had to have been Gracie Abrams for sure. I'm so so in love with her and her writing. Um, I've also drawn inspiration from Taylor Swift. Uh, she's a she's a bigger artist, but her writing is like phenomenal. I would certainly agree with that.
0: She does have a very broad, unique writing style. So that's that's oh, definitely yeah. a good inspiration to follow. Yep, love her.
1: What is your favorite song on the EP and why? Ooh, I've gone back and forth with this one so much cuz originally my favorite off the EP was I Love You. And for me, that song was just super personal to me. And I've always been like a sucker for the really stripped back sort of acoustic stuff. And that song kind of encapsulated everything that I wanted in a song on the, on the EP at the time. Because I just felt like every song I wanted to be super acoustic. And then once I got to the studio, we just hyped it up so much that it didn't feel totally mine anymore. And this song, I Love You... I wrote all by myself, and we didn't actually end up changing any of the lyrics when I went into the studio, and we didn't change any melodies, and I got to keep it totally true to me, and I think that's why it was my favorite. Excellent. Guys, we're going to actually
0: hear a song off the EP, but I'm going to ask Ada Leanne to describe it a little bit. So it's not the song that (laughs) she just said is her favorite. It is actually the title (laughs) track, Young Love. So, tell us a little bit about
2: that.
1: So, Young Love, when I went into the studio with this song, it originally started as a breakup song. And that's how a lot of the songs I write start. And then my producer is such a positive person. Carter is so awesome. And, you know, he's, he's a little bit older than me. And so, when he was younger, music was generally kind of happier. And so he's always like, well, let's try to make this have, like, a positive ending. Like, it can start sad, but I want us to get somewhere and get closer to being happier, right? And so the song turned from a breakup song just sort of being reminiscent on a relationship that you may have had or, like, a summer fling. And just kind of thinking, like, what would have happened? Like, what if we could go back to then? Like, it was such a good time. So sad that we fell off, but... You know, like, I'll never forget you type of thing. And so it's just it's just a reminiscent song of a summer fling. And uh, it, it ended up turning out super great. And I, I think it came out just how I wanted it to. Fantastic.
0: I have listened to this. It is lovely. I absolutely love it. And I'm going to have some comments <laughs> for Ada Leanne after we pop it in. So we're going to pop in the title track. It's called Young Love Love. Off the same name EP. Here it is. This is Aided Leanne with Young Love.
2: Long nights underneath the sky and in- Chasing butterflies in mid-July Do you remember? Sneaking out your parents' house We do everything
0: And like I said, I am actually extremely impressed. The gentleman that you're working with, Carter, is brilliant. Uh And you appear to have significant talent because uh, your writing and vocal performance on this track is extremely impressive, especially at 16. Thank you. Job well done to the two of you because it really is a fantastic song. So congrats. I really appreciate on that. that. Thank you. You are most yeah, welcome. I- most welcome. So tell us a little bit about your your writing process. You know, what does it look like? Do you follow a specific methodology?
1: And how often do you write? When I first started writing, I struggled a lot with sort of coming up with the same melodies over and over and over again. And, you know, my, my writing has significantly grown, especially since I started writing uh, a couple years ago. And I think when I really started hitting writing and getting super into it was actually over quarantine. I just had so much time on my hands that I was like, I just want to write and write and write and write. And so I ended up writing like probably every other day during quarantine. And since then it's built up and I, I write something every day, if not, like, multiple things a day. Um, and it, it might not always be, like, an entire song. It could be, like, song or even just a verse that I think of, but I am writing every day, and my process sort of looks like the, my favorite way to go about it is either picking up the guitar or picking up the piano and just playing chords that I love or sort of just playing chords that I've heard in other people's songs that I love. And sort of messing around with their chords from their songs and seeing if I can come up with like a cool melody over it. Um, so melody for me always comes first, and then lyrics generally come after. So that's really fun
0: because
1: one of the questions, and I'm actually gonna I'm
0: actually gonna hop to it because the way that you just said that you actually write is is interesting because I'm always looking for like tips and tricks. And I usually ask all of my songwriters, it's my, one of my signature questions, you know, songwriting tips that you would like to share. So it sounds like you actually have some tricks in your bag. I was, you know, I was hesitant to ask you the question because you, you are just starting out, but it definitely uh-huh. sounds like you have some, some tips and tricks. Very interesting oh, yeah. with the writing melodies over various artists' songs you know, chord structures and things like that, because, like, I do weird things like that, too, where I, like, deconstruct mm-hmm. the song and say, you know, I really like this progression. Let me see if I can make something out of that. And right. that's fun. That's
1: that's really fun. It so is. any any tips or tricks that
0: you might want to share with other budding songwriters?
1: Yeah, I mean, for me, I obviously... Um, I was just talking to you about that one trick that I do. And that's sort of a more recent thing that I've started doing, like, in the past year. But I get really lost sometimes in the same rhythm or the same tempo of a song. And I don't even realize I do it. But I'll be playing the piano, and it's the same amount of time between switching chords for, like, multiple of my songs. And I was like, well, why is it like this? Because maybe it's just because I don't have production on it yet or something. But then I, when I started, you know, switching the chords, when other, like, playing them how other people's songs are played, I was able to sort of mix up the tempo of my songs and sort of get different sounding songs that I wasn't getting out of before. And especially writing over, like, artist songs that I really love, it has made, like, such a difference for me. And, yeah, so I, I would really recommend that if you guys haven't tried that yet. It's really good. Awesome. That is a great, fantastic tip. Really great. Mm -hmm.
0: So any artists or any producers that you might want to like co-write or collaborate
1: with in the future? Yes, definitely. My biggest, like my ultimate favorite, um, artist of all time right now is Phoebe Bridgers. I am so obsessed with her. Um, she is, she's just so awesome. She was nominated for a Grammy. I'm like in love with her, all of her music. There's not, I don't think there's a single song out that she has that I'm like not totally obsessed with. And her writing is just so different and intricate. And I, I just love how she's so herself in her songs. Um, it's crazy. And then for, for a producer, I... It's kind of a stretch, but I think Jack Antonoff would be super cool to work with. I love all the production he does on Taylor's new album, Claro's new album, um, and even Bleacher, which is his own, uh, his own band. But yeah, love him.
0: Awesome. Phoebe Bridges is not a name that I'm familiar with, so I'm
1: actually going to have to go check her out. Oh my gosh, yes. Go check her out. She is so cool. And See, her music kind of, I get a lot of the time, I I didn't even know of her a couple years ago, and then people were just like, you sound like this girl, and I was like, I don't know who that is, and so I went and looked at her music, and I mean, I don't really personally hear it, but it might just be, like, in my head, because I know exactly what I sound like, but um, she's awesome. I fell in love with her, so definitely recommend.
0: Awesome. So I'm going to go check that one out. And I guarantee you, if, that, if she sounds like you, then I'm sure I'm going to be a fan. Definitely. <laughs> Thank you. So this is actually a really great place for us to take a short break for a word from one of our partners in podcasting. Here is Chatting okay. with Nat. We'll be right back on Mixing It with Nikki Chris here on Sim Radio. Chatting with Nat is a podcast for independent women seeking to speak their truth and to break down barriers. We host honest conversations that help to guide and empower women. Speak your truth and set yourself free. Let your voice be heard. And we're back on Mixing It with Nikki Chris on the Sim Radio Network. And my guest, up and coming artist Ada Leanne.
1: Ada, what do you most enjoy being an artist? About being an artist, I think my favorite thing is just being able to be so unapologetic with myself. And I think that that contradicts itself at times because at times it feels like you have to sort of meet a standard or be something for someone else or the world in general. But also I think with being an artist, people are always looking for differences and you know different things in people that kind of stand out to them and so you can do whatever you want and I've noticed when I get so nervous about like making decisions for songs um or anything like that it's really cool because there's always somebody who likes it and I for me right now especially with how how cool it is that we can do social media and that, that was obviously a huge help during quarantine, but I just think it's so awesome that we can project our music out to the world now without having to, you know, tour or travel. It's, it's super awesome that we're able to just put ourselves out there. And I just think it's, it's really awesome to be an artist right now and be able to share your original songs and inevitably people are going to hear them. I just think it's so cool. Being having that feedback um, is so awesome. And hearing that your music can, like, touch other people um, has been, like, a huge one for me because I just think it's so cool that people can be impacted by my music in the same way that I'm impacted by my favorite artists. And it's crazy to me to think about because I'm like, oh, I'm 16, uh, very underground artist type thing. But it's cool because you still get people that are like, this song, like, Th- this made me cry, brought tears to my eyes. Like, um, it's it's just been really awesome to see how my music can influence people in the same way that I'm influenced by my favorite artists.
0: Yeah, it's one of the most wonderful things about being singer songwriter. Even if somebody else is actually performing or recording your songs, the fact that your words and your music regardless of who's singing it. Obviously I do think that artists who perform their own creations tend to have a a different type of emotion in the recorded Mm -hmm. song. Um, Definitely think that that comes through when somebody actually records their own song. But even if you write for somebody else, it's, it's the whole methodology and thought process of your words and your music made somebody else feel something. And, and I know, even for me, you know, to this day when, when people say, Oh, you know, I, I loved this song on, you know, heard it on this. And and I just was so, uh, you know, made me feel this way. it, It definitely does warm at the heartstrings, I guess you could say, because I agree with you. You know, it's, it's one thing, to be inspired by the artists that you listen to and the artists that inspire your creations or even, you know, encourage you to continue to do what you're doing. But when you actually do that for somebody else, it definitely has an impact. Right. Fabulous. So besides music, what other hobbies or interests do you have? I'm sure you're not completely focused
1: on music. Is there anything else that that you do as well? I am very encapsulated in music. Like, that is, like, what I'm doing all the time, 24-7. But I'm really into artsy stuff as well. Um, you know, I used to do a lot of drawing. I've been trying to get back into it a little bit. It's just, I got to find the time for it. I'm also really into like, it's kind of weird because people call me like a grandma, but I'm also into like crocheting. It's kind of like knitting, but not exactly, but I just like love making my own clothes and stuff. (laughs) Hey, you know what? I used to
0: crochet. I don't have time to do it anymore. And I actually know Sadea Garrett. I think she might do knitting. I think she does a lot of knitting. So, Sadea uh, used to work with Michael Jackson. She was one of his um, backup oh. singers, and I believe she also co-wrote Man in the Mirror. But she is always – got to follow her on Instagram. You should see some of her knitting creations that she does. I think she does knitting. I think it's more knitting than crochet. But her I it items – Yes, you definitely do, because, like, some of the things that she posts, I'm just like, girl – She's got some, like, <laughs> hand talent there. So find the time to do that because I I used to crochet, and like I said, I just haven't had the time to do it. But, you, you know, right. that's not weird. That's fun. <laughs> I, I always
1: thought so. But...
0: <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know, I mean, even if it's one of those things that you do on, like, an airplane to pass the time, I actually have done that step on an airplane Mm -hmm. just to, like, kind of, like, pass the time rather than always being on, you know, a phone or or a tablet. Right. So, good for you. I love that. Love it. All right. We're going to share another song for our listeners. Can you tell us about the song, Over This?
1: Yes. So, Over This, I wrote Early January... Um, With my producer, obviously, but I went in with this song and the song's original idea was sort of, it was originally called Love Me More. And the song was sort of about, you know, I really care for this person, but they're just not treating me right. And I need to sort of take a look at my own well-being and care for myself first. Um, And I think that that's an issue that I've struggled with a lot. In past relationships and just in my past in general. um, And there was, I don't want to go into like details of names or anything, but there was a specific situation where I was in a relationship. It was a friendship, but I just felt like I wasn't totally being treated correctly. And I just felt like always I was trying to live up to something. And even if I did live up to it, there's no way that I was going to be good enough for this person. So I just always felt like I was... Pretending, and I had to hide my true self just because they didn't appreciate it, and that's not okay. And I kind of came to that realization, and we wrote over this sort of more inspired off of that. And so it's just kind of saying, I'm over this, I'm over not being good enough for you, I'm gonna take myself back, and that's what the song's about.
0: Awesome, this is another brilliant creation. So here is Over This by Ada Leanne.
2: Like, I'm over this, I'm done, I just don't, I don't understand how somebody can make me this sad when they're not even my friend anymore. You play games with me, you mess with my head, and I hate it, I hate and it's killing me that I have to preach. Lost in emotion I wish that I noticed That you didn't love me Unless I was
0: Really great song. Very impressed with your songwriting capabilities and your your vocals. Truly, truly, truly looking forward to seeing you continue to blossom. I have no doubt that everything that you release is just going to get better and better and better. And uh, massive hats off to your, your parents for encouraging you to follow this because they definitely, definitely saw something in you. So kudos to them. <laughs> so excellent. So
1: what's next? Any other releases planned for 2021? Yes. This is going to be such a packed year. And uh, since I've been telling you, I've been doing so so much writing. Like, it's crazy. I write a lot on my phone. So like I have my voice memos app. I don't know if you're familiar with that, but um, I use it and I have like almost 3,000 recordings on my phone of just, just songs and demos and ideas. And I'm just packed. And I was like, I cannot produce all of this with my producer as much as I want to. I can't produce this many songs. So, I kind of decided to take it upon myself. I wanted to do a sort of at-home self-released album, and I'm very, very excited for it. Um, I'm planning for it to be about 15 songs, and I've just been writing so much. It's going to be super acoustic, just me and my piano or me and my guitar for every song, and I'm just going to record it on my Voice Memos app and I'm going to release it. So it's it's not produced at all, just just sort of little recordings and I am so stoked for it it's all my own writing but by myself and I'm so excited to release it I hope people are going to like it and then I have an EP that I co-wrote and produced with my producer Carter and that's going to come out probably like November-ish I would say again and then the self-release album I'm hoping to push out during September awesome Yes, I am very familiar with the Voice Memos app. I
0: actually use it myself. That's another yeah. another one of my favorite tips to tell people is, you know, when you think about it, you better voice memo it or put <laughs> it in a in a note because when you go to grab it again, it's gonna be gone. So that's great. Oh, that's oh, yeah. I'm really looking forward to your self release one. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> yep. That's awesome. I can't wait for that. What about show thank you. Any show plans, any
1: performance plans coming up in the next couple of months? So I'm doing uh Lila Palooza, which not don't get it confused with La La because that's not where I am, but it's like a festival that I kind that we have in Michigan and it's like a huge music festival that we do. Um, and that's actually on Saturday, so I'm super stoked for that. And then it's it's kind of been hard to see forward for other stuff that I'm doing just because of like still people are a little weary with COVID stuff and it's just like nothing's ever promised right now. So yeah, but I do have new year's Eve show that is scheduled and I always do that every year. It again, it's like another huge festival we do here in Michigan and I'm so excited to play there. Cause it's, it's going to be a good show.
0: Awesome. Well, we will certainly keep an eye out for, Anything that potentially pops up as things start opening up as I know that they are starting to, because I know a lot of people are starting to book things now. So I have no doubt yeah. that you will do the same. Before we sign off, anything else you'd like to share with our listeners? What about like where they can find you on
1: social media, if you you know TikTok, all of that fun stuff? Yeah, so if you guys want to find me on social media, you guys can find me on Instagram at Leanne, on TikTok at just Ada Leanne. Um, and then if you guys want to find me on Facebook, you're going to find me at Ada Leanne's Music. And then for streaming platforms like Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon, YouTube, wherever you guys listen to music on to listen to my original music and my debut EP, Young Love, you guys can find me at just Ada as well. Perfect.
0: I would like to thank Ada Leanne for taking the time to chat with me today. It has been a real pleasure. I'm so excited and looking forward to seeing you continue to grow and blossom as a young, budding songwriter and artist. Everyone, thank you for tuning in for Mixing It. On behalf of all of us at the Sim Radio Network, this is Nikki Chris. Until next time, keep on. On mixing it.